This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com. Welcome to Radio on Wheels on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Each week we tow our mobile studio to a different location in Taranaki. We bring you local people, local stories, local events and local music. Radio on Wheels, a weekly show about your town. Yeah, I've been running, I've been running all my life. Kia ora, and welcome to Radio on Wheels. My name's Michelle, and yes, our wheels are still clamped for now, so we're using that old-fashioned technology, the telephone, to chat with our guests. We've got Christmas coming up, so we thought it would be a perfect time to explore some of the amazing local markets that we have in Taranaki. I mean, what could be better than buying presents direct from the maker? You get to feel good about supporting the little guy and you're going to find something totally unique. And also, it's a little bit more sustainable, isn't it, than doing online shopping? So, very excited um, to be finding out about markets that are coming up between now and Christmas. And first up, I'd like to welcome our guest, Mitch Phillips, all the way from Okato. And Mitch, you are getting involved in organising the Taranaki Coastal Market Extravaganza. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the show. Thank you. This isn't your first rodeo, is it? You've organised markets in Okato before? Yes, yes. We've had one other. And it was a community-based involving the school and the Historic Society and any other local organisation uh, to pull a community together. After such a long winter with uncertainties, and it was just to put a smile on everyone's smile to welcome in summer. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and how did the last one go for you? Uh, yeah, that was really good. We got lots of community support. I, I didn't advertise too widely as there was a lot of uncertainty, so we just put it out there on social media and and uh, let the camera vine do the rest, and it, it was really great. The whole community, we had the fire department, the historical trust, the school, the uh, local policemen, on board, unfortunately, St. John's didn't come to the party because of uh, the COVID thing in Stratford, as it was uh, advertised uh. or mentioned on the day. But we went ahead anyway, and it was marvellous. Oh, fantastic. So whereabouts do you hold the markets? At the old primary school on State Highway 45. Oh, okay. So that's just before you get to the roundabout there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, a part of the skate park now, the um, community skate and play, uh, playground. Okay. And, um, yeah, we just took advantage of a great big open space that's been unutilised in our community for over 20 years now. Is it that long since the school closed down yeah, and yeah, became yeah, coastal? Yeah. Wow, time goes quick. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's that long. Probably seems longer to the locals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, that was really good. It turned out really well, and um, you know, I've been approached by the community to do it again pre-Christmas. So um, yeah, I've uh, said we need a little bit more community support in that respect because it's a big job. 
Oh, look at it as a huge job organizing markets, isn't it? And uh, yeah. um, are most of your market stalls really local people, like Okato people, or are they coming from all um, over the place? Yeah, no, we've, we had a small market on Wednesday, farmer's market, and other, other local people with their um, crafts and produce and what have you. And um, we just wanted to... Um, showcase ourselves a little bit more, put ourselves on the map and, and we suggested maybe do something a little bigger for the community. So with that, I just grabbed the bull by the horns and went for it. So, yeah. And uh, we've got oh, support of about four of our marketeers from our Wednesday market. Others are obligated to other things. So can't do the, win uh, can't do the Fridays, but we're hoping we can change that in the future. Okay, so the so, Christmas yeah. market that's coming up is on Friday the 17th. That's next okay, Friday, yeah. is that right? Yeah. And it's the evening market, twilight market, mm -hmm. after everyone's finished work and school and can chill out and just relax and come out for dinner and have some fun. And we've got a sidewalk karaoke this time. Last time we had the junior X Factor <laughs> with sponsored prizes, so it won't to participation and interaction with the, the people with the community. Oh, sounds fantastic. And tell us more about the sidewalk karaoke. Is it, is it like a competition or is it just a yes. pick up a microphone? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep, competition. We have a karaoke machine and a, and a small stage. The last market we had, we had a, a vintage truck donated to us by SBT as a stage and that was... Uh, really awesome. The kids loved getting up there and and singing. And uh, we had about twelve hundred dollars worth of prizes donated at the last market uh, by um, local businesses and and so we had Powerco and McCurdy's and FBT and oh, the, yeah, the list was quite expensive. This time we're approaching more of our local businesses. We didn't want to encroach on them too much because this year's been so difficult for everybody in the business um, industry. So we went into town to bigger companies and they supported us. And this time round, where it's coming from the local community and the local businesses, the prizes donated. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this time we're going to have a bit of cash on the table, hopefully, to lure a few adults to get up and be the star of the day. <laughs> will, will there be wine on sale? <laughs> Some adults need a <laughs> lubrication before they get up and do karaoke. Yeah, no, they can. Um, <laughs> Preload at home, I'm afraid. There's no alcohol on the site. Oh, that's a good thing. It could get quite messy with a bit of alcohol. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want entertainment, not, not amusement. Well, amusement's all good too. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Mitch, every community needs somebody like you that, that gets in and, and just does it. Because um, it's a lot of hard work, isn't it? You know, coordinating it, all these it things. Yeah. It is a lot of hard work, but it's well worth it, seeing all the smiles on everyone's faces and the kids racing down off stage with their prizes last time. Was, 
you know, it's worth its weight in gold. Yeah, and especially, uh, you know, I would say that, um, you know, in the current climate, there's a lot of division and, and um, uncertainty, like you've said, and, you know, something like that, an event like that brings people together and um, and helps them feel like part of the community, no matter what their beliefs or, or decisions are. So um, yeah, perfect yeah, timing, really. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I just wanted to reaffirm to everybody, it's okay. It's all right. We'll be fine. We'll work mm. together. We'll work this out. Yeah. And Mitch, can you give us a little bit of a taste of what some of the stalls might be there? Um. Oh yeah. Well, we've got uh, wood turning. We've got a lovely lady that in the key that um, makes her homemade chocolates. Um. Kai Walker. Uh. Is it Ferns Kai Walker, which makes amazing food. Um. And, oh, crikey, we've got jewellery, we've got handmade um, purses, bags. There's a lady, she's local, makes masks. And, and I think there's another lady that makes dog clothes and jackets and harnesses. And, um, yeah, the list is getting longer and longer as the days go by, so I, I haven't... Um, looked into that, it's going to be a surprise for us all, I think. Well, you had me at homemade chocolates anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, lovely food and produce. There's um, uh, a lovely couple here in Okada that grow organic um, produce, and it's, they'll be there on the day. And, um, yeah, I um, I didn't look at the list, sorry. <laughs> Ah, that's fine. It's always nice to turn up and see what's on offer anyway. Now, uh, Mitch, can you just remind us of the time and date? I believe it's Friday the 17th from 3 till 8pm. Is that right? Yeah, entertainment in the afternoon, dinner with the children and home for bed. Sounds perfect. And do you think most of the stallholders will have FPOS or are we encouraging people to bring along cash? Um, the four squares equipped with um, FPOS for the event um, there will be others on site that has their own technology otherwise bring cash please this makes, yeah, makes life so much easier on site Okay, so Mitch you mentioned to me before um, that there is room for more stall holders if there's anyone else out there because it's such a huge space if somebody is listening and thinks that they'd like to have a stall at the markets, what's the best way to get hold of you? Uh, Facebook page, um, Taranaki Coastal Extravaganza, or get hold of uh, a private message, Nikki Richards, and she's taking the book in. We'll organise a site map and plan for you to just come in and set up. And that was Mitch Phillips talking about the Taranaki Coastal Market Extravaganza on Friday the 17th of December. Sounds like lots of great community stuff. Love the sound of the old sidewalk karaoke. Welcome back to this very special edition of Radio on Wheels. My name's Michelle, and today we're exploring some of the local markets that are happening around the province. 
And it's been quite an eye-opener. There seems to be lots of new markets that I haven't heard of before and uh, lots of local people who are putting their time and energy into creating these markets. I'm delighted to welcome our next guest all the way from Waitara. Welcome to Radio on Wheels, Karen Lowe. Well, thank you. It's lovely to have you with us. So tell us about these markets that are coming up. When when, and where? Well, our markets will be running second and fourth Sunday of every month, weather permitting. But this one coming up this Sunday on the 12th is a really big one because we've got the train rides coming up from Hara, from the Lions and Hara. We've got Santa and Mrs Claus visiting and a few extra guests coming along to visit. We've got a huge range. We've got 30 stalls waiting to help people to um, achieve their Christmas shopping. We've got from uh, Diamond Art, we've got knitted dolls, knitted toys, knitted dolls' clothes, crystals, uh, jewellery, candles, concrete um, ornaments and things there. We've got metalworks, we've got harakere, We've got face painting, we've got dream catchers, sewing, bags, jewellery, balms, handmade balms and things, sewing, all sorts going on. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Oh, so where is the place? Where are the markets being held? We'll be at uh, the Wytra Beach, which is known as the Marine Park, Wytra Beach, open to public from 9 till 2. Everybody's welcome, and there's also a cafe down there, so you can come and have a browse, go for a cup of some lunch, and come back and decide if there's anything you want to buy. It's going to be amazing. Such a lovely spot. I can imagine a market going really well down there in that space. A huge place. Yeah, yeah, it really is. 30 stalls, that's pretty impressive. Are most of the stallholders sort of local people, Karen, do you know? Yes. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are from Waitra. I think we've got three that come out from New Plymouth. Wow. All the rest are local people. And our money goes back into the community through the schools. There's oh. a fundraising there for Waitra East School this time. But as from February, the schools and the kidneys will have a chance to fundraise themselves and all our money from the market. Um, other than expenditures, will all be going back into the schools, a designated school or a kindy after each market. Oh, look, I just love to hear stories like that, Karen. That's fabulous. So you're supporting, by running the market, you're supporting local the local you know, growers and makers and, and whoever's having their stalls there, but you're also supporting the local kindies and schools. Fantastic. Yep. That's so, why it's a community market. There's a lot of people out there with extreme talent. Mm. Let's get them out there. Let's get them, help them Mm. share their talent with everybody and let's get them out with people and let's get people out there with a chance to buy and um, encourage people to come out for the day. Mm. Bit of positivity. Yeah. And um, then give back to the schools, community. Yeah, fantastic. And it's so much better, isn't it, than, you know, ordering something online from China or whatever. It's, um, yeah, it's much more sustainable and you can see what you're getting and you can give feedback directly to the stallholders. Just a win-win all all round. Shop local and help the individuals. They're only little people 
and they're trying to start out. And a lot of them, some of them, maybe lost jobs or, mm. you know, trying to get a second income to help themselves out. So why not get out and support them too? Sounds wonderful. There must be an awful lot of work going into organising something like that. Karen, are you doing this all by yourself? No. There's, um, there's four of us. One of the ladies is doing the health and safety. One of the ladies has taken on first aid. Myself as the organiser and another young lady of 20 is um, doing the finance and the banking. So we're bringing young ones up and teaching them how to do it as well. Oh, that's absolutely marvellous. That's that's congratulations, and and you know I hope it goes really well for you. So this is going to um, be a continuing thing into next year as well. It's not just a one-off. Yes, the first one we will be on the eighth of January. I think it's the eighth of the night, whatever mm-hmm. the Sunday is of January, and then we'll be back into it, second or fourth Sunday of every month, weather permitting. Yeah. Yeah, not always possible, is it? Not always a nice day for markets, but uh, let's hope all through summer it gathers some momentum and people will get used to going there on a Sunday. Yeah, get a bit of positivity out into the community and somewhere for the community to take because they don't buy anything. It's a free outing to take the goodies to. Well, that's true. There's a playground. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You don't actually have to spend a fortune at the markets. You can just browse and have a good day out. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And and it tends to be at the markets that there's something for every th- everyone. So you know the kids will have have stuff that they're interested in, right, all the way up to uh, you know the parents and the grannies and the everybody's yep. catered for. We've got something for everybody. If they need a hand to shop to help buy for somebody, I'm sure somebody will be there that can help them. Absolutely. Now, um, will people need to bring cash along, Karen? Yes, there's no FPOS, it is cash only. Yep. Oh, some of the storeholders may have FPOS, I'm not sure, but yep. bulk of it will be cash, yes. Yep, safest way is to um, yeah, fill your wallet with some cash and get on down. Yep. Nine till two, and we will have our guests um, coming along, Santa and Mrs Claus, and the train rides will be there, but Santa and Mrs Claus will be there from 11 till 1. The children want to come down and have a photo or something with Santa or Mrs Claus, they'll be there waiting for them. And I'm sure that they've got a list that they can hand over. <laughs> That's awesome. Karen, congratulations for the work that you've done so far. And fingers crossed for fine weather on Sunday. And um, I'm yes. sure the markets will be really popular for the people of Waitara. And you don't have to be a person of Waitara. You can come from anywhere to the markets. I'm sure you'd be welcome. And it's, and it's not only vexed, there's vexed and non-vexed available. Everyone welcome. Fantastic. Thanks so much for being part of the show today, Karen. You're welcome.
welcome back to Radio on Wheels. Today we are doing a virtual tour around Taranaki, searching out some of the Christmas markets that are happening. And I'm delighted to welcome our next guest. She has been on the show before. Welcome Liz Sinclair from Pihama Lavender. Hi. <laughs> Hi Liz, it's great to see you again. Been quite a long time, hasn't it? Last time we interviewed you, we were actually at your beautiful farm and you had some of the market stallholders come and visit, which was awesome. Yes, and most of them will be with me this Friday night for our last market of the year. Yeah. So Liz, I can't remember exactly when that was, but I do recall that COVID wasn't such a big consideration then as, as what it is now. So I'm wondering what kind of impact the traffic light system has on running markets like this. Um, during the stricter lockdown, that really made markets not um, feasible. With 100 people maximum, if you've got 30 to 50 stallholders, you don't really leave much option for customers. So it just mm. was not workable. Um, now there isn't a restriction on the number of people that you can have at a retail market, but there are all sorts of restrictions about service of food. So it's just a bit trickier. Okay. And it is, is it up to the stallholders to make sure they're enforcing the rules for their um, business or is it? How it's, much a responsibility? <laughs> it's a mixture so I do have um, sign-in facilities at, at my place um, and signs up um, there is a responsibility for social distancing it used to be two meters it's now reduced to one meter um, but most and um, masks are compulsory that's the main thing and most people are really really good about that which is helpful I haven't had to ask anybody to to leave or to put masks on or anything yet. So yeah, it's good. Oh, that's great, Liz. So I imagine you've had quite a busy week getting ready for these markets. How's that going for you? I have had a busy week. This weather has been shocking. My big juggle is being able to mow the lawns. <laughs> oh, but, um, right. Yeah because of the wet weather, but I've also had a few um, bus trips and people visiting during the week as well. So I had a mystery tour visit yesterday and a group of ladies having lunch here the day before. So yeah, it's lots going on. Oh, how, because it's a beautiful, beautiful spot that you have there, Liz. And um, if, if you're listening and you haven't been out to Pihama Lavender, it really is worth a visit, um, well, particularly during the markets, but but um, you're open usually every weekend, is that right? Liz? Every weekend, yeah. 10 until 4. Um, I must add, at the moment, it's particularly good because the lavender is all coming into flower. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite pretty at the moment. Oh. It's actually better than when I was open during the garden festival because my oh. garden is suited to this time of year. Right. And have you got many events uh, booked in? Because I know you do a few weddings and, and events like that, don't you? So no, well, you see, or... all of COVID has changed an awful lot of that. Um, the markets, I will continue as much as possible. I have, um, but yeah, it's just limited to to what I can do. But I'm, I'll be busy with harvesting and producing lavender anyhow for most of the summer. And can you tell us about some of the gorgeous products you make with your lavender oil, Liz? 
Um, well, there is 100% oil, and the byproduct of the oil process uh, produces um, a thing called hydrosol, which is your lavender water or your spray mist. Both of those get aged for a couple of years before I sell them in the shop. So they are, wow. that's what gives them their lovely sweet smell. Um, and then I add my products to other things. So, for example, I've just been to Inglewood to collect some new liquid soap that's made for me at Be Natural Soaps. I take my oils and hydrosols there and they produce the liquid soap, which is a mixture of lavender and rosemary oil. Mm. Um, and then I have another supplier, um, David down in Partia. He makes my hand cream base for me. And um, I add my own oil and package that and sell it. So I have a number of suppliers. Everything I sell here at Piham Lavender is sourced only in Taranaki. Oh, I love that. That's that's just so fabulous. There's ever a time to be supporting our local makers and growers. It's it's now really, isn't it? Well, there's that yeah. part of it, and then there is the um, miles that. Um, so environmentally it's better if things travel less miles to a market as well so there's all sorts of reasons for supporting plus everything here is homemade and home um, and locally sourced so it's quite original and um yeah that's really good too and you have a wonderful gift shop and gallery on site which is really worth a visit um but liz can you tell us a little bit more about what we can expect to see at the markets this week Ah, so I've got um, about 35 stalls and some new some new stalls. One of the things that I'm really pleased about is I've got some young people that are, have stalls. So um, Jade, who does face masks, and um, uh, Bridie, who does jewellery. Um, I normally have Darcy, who makes gourmet cakes, but she can't make it tomorrow. So they are all sort of high school age students, which is really cool. Oh, starting them young. I like that. Yeah. And then um, a range of other things. Um, apple butter, honey and herbs, um, quail eggs, and then jewellery. Um, yeah, balms and soaps. Um, really, uh, as far as the food goes, I've got the Pizza Pirates and Bratwurst Brothers with his German sausages. Oh, good and stuff. And coffee and um, Annetta with empanadas and her cakes. Um, yeah, all sorts of things. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fantastic. So tell us again about the, the time. Um, so it's Friday evening. Yes, it's an unusual. I normally have a Sunday during the day. And this is Friday from 5.30 to 8.30. Yeah, that's wonderful. And for the people, you know, if there's anyone that hasn't um, discovered Pihana yet, it's just a little bit past Opanaki. And um, the, the farm is, is beautiful. And um, this has made her home in a beautiful old dairy factory. And it really is quite a, a stunning place to be and to, to hang out. And particularly if the weather's good, like I'm sure it will be tomorrow night, Liz. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but um, I do have a lot of undercover space. So there are a lot of the stalls are undercover. Um, the parking is plentiful, so you don't have to park on the road. I have um, the paddock next door for parking. 
Um, and there's lots of space to explore around the garden. So family, family friendly and um, well-behaved dogs on a lead. Um, all sorts, yeah. So I'd encourage people to come and just get a picnic din dinner and take their time shopping. Good idea. And and surrounded by the smell of that beautiful lavender that's in flower at the moment. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So um, the service of food um, regulations are like um, order and collect. So there won't be seated area by the food vendors, but there is ample space for people to go and find spaces around the garden to have a meal, but not with the food vendors that's the the main ah. difference that is um with the new regulations okay so it might be an idea to bring a picnic rug or um you know i'll, ha I'll have tables placed all around the garden as well. oh of course you will liz you've covered all the bases there's plenty of space in the courtyard there's lots of space for people to set up as well sounds like a great night out actually liz and that will obviously be your last one for the year. Well, what about next year? Are you thinking that the monthly markets will be back? Yes, or? I'm hoping so. So yes. it's normally the third Sunday of the month, which I think is about the 17th of January. I'm not quite sure with January, about the 20th of February. Yeah. The February one should be a very cool one because um, Opanaki is having a big... Um, sunflower festival and it will coincide with the sunflower festival oh that sounds interesting we'll have to find out yeah. some more about that as well yeah yeah excellent well thank you liz for taking time out of your busy week i'm sure you've got plenty to do to tell us about the markets this friday night so it's friday night at pihama lavender friday the 10th and the timing again 5 30 to 8 30. 5.30 to 8.30, perfect end to the working week. Yeah. And um, thanks, Liz, so much for being our guest today. Thank you for having me, Michelle. Two, three, four. to the place where it's cooler It's a long day Wouldn't you say We run east to the place where it's cleaner You should see her You should see her Cause don't you know we Always read between the lines
Radio on Wheels today, you've heard that we're doing a bit of a tour um, of all the markets that are happening in, over the next couple of weeks. And it's a really great idea to be able to do your Christmas shopping at local markets so that you're supporting local makers and growers. And I'm delighted to welcome our next guest all the way from Urunui. Welcome, Bridget Bakey. Hi, how's it going? It's going really, really good. But the question is, how's it going for you? Because I imagine you're getting uh, quite busy organising these markets. Yes, it is actually. I, um, I've been wanting to run a urinary community market for quite a long time. And I thought, what better opportunity? Um, just um, a couple of markets before Christmas and hopefully we can carry it on to being a regular community market throughout market. next year. Right. So is this the first market that you've organised then, this upcoming one? Yeah, it is. Yep. So I um, <laughs> I did help organise the, um, I was part of 
the Urinary Home and School um, Committee. So we did do the Urinary Gala and we had markets um, set up down there. And but you know, obviously that was part of the school um, at the Urinary Community Centre. And how easy has it been to find stallholders? Are there lots of local people? So we used to have a urinary farmer's market. Um, so we're lucky in Urinary, we do have quite a lot of um, community support and quite a lot of people who already do stalls, you know, have done stalls in the past. Um, so it's just been extending that out. And I'm lucky a lot of the other storeholders have been told storeholders that they know. So it's actually been really easy to get going. Oh, that's fantastic. Urinary is an interesting place, isn't it? Because it's quite different. Uh, you know, it becomes a, quite a different beast over summer when everybody moves into the batches and caravans and things down by the water. Does that sort of start happening now or is it closer to Christmas that people sort of move in from other places? Yeah, it, it is a lot different. It gets a lot busier, um, especially coming into those nice summer months. But I have noticed because we go down to urinary campgrounds quite often for the kids to go swimming and fishing and um, mucking about down there. And I've already noticed that there's a lot more people have started going down there over the last few weeks. Um, mm. So definitely as it warms up, we will see a, a big jump in people heading out there to stay in their batches um, or to, to, you know, to go camping and um, whatnot down there. And yeah, it does become a really popular place to be. And I noticed that the markets are on Wednesday nights. What was the reasoning behind doing it on a, a weeknight rather than, say, a weekend? Um, a lot of us are all busy people, as it is. Um, you know, family commitments and things like that. And we thought a, well, I, I thought a Wednesday afternoon seemed to really suit a lot of people. So we did throw out a few other dates to people. Um, and the Wednesday seemed to be a really popular choice, especially being in the evenings. We don't tend to have anything in the evenings in Uranui. We've got different community things, but um, yeah, we just kind of thought we'll see how it goes, um, take on the advice from people over the next few markets that we do hold, and possibly we could look at um, then doing it in the weekends, but we think the evenings will be a great kind of family get-together for people to come out and have a look at them with their families and friends. Yeah, I agree. I mean, people often do have busy weekends with sport and, and different things. So, um, yeah, that sounds like a really sensible idea to me. So what sort of things can people expect to see at the Urinary Christmas Markets? So we've lucky, we've got quite a good range. We've got some really clever um, people in, in Urinary. Um, so I'm quite excited for it. So I'm a herbalist. Um, so I've got a range of herbal products um, that I will be selling there myself. Um, and then we've got people who make, you know, beautiful smelling candles. We've got vinyls, like, you know, custom made vinyl things that will be up for sale. Um, we've got local artists, so they've got some beautiful paintings and prints that they will be also selling. And then we have got um, the local sausage um, guy will be there. So we'll have the tea and coffee and we'll have food out the front. So food will be out the front with the stores inside. Um, some people are just doing white elephant. Um, so we've given that option as well, just to have that variety. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, lovely artists that make hand, handmade um, cards. Um, and then, yeah, we've got quite a few other things that will be there as well. So everyone will have to head down and come and check them out. Sounds fabulous. So that's Wednesday. Well, actually, I'll leave it to you, Bridget, to tell us when the markets are and where the markets are. So the markets are going to be housed um, 
in December, they will be on the 15th and 22nd of December, which is Wednesday, and they will be from 4 till 7 p.m. Um, so yeah, come on down. They're going to be at the Urinary Community Centre, which is just down the road from the Urinary School. So a nice, easy place to find. Excellent. And plenty of parking and um, food for all. So come along and um, have a feed and, and do some Christmas shopping. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like you find lots of uh, unique and, and local products there. So sounds brilliant. Oh, well done, Bridget. It's a big effort to organise markets. And um, yeah, I wish you all the luck in the world. I hope that the weather holds um, on the 15th and the 22nd and um, that you have a very successful Christmas time. Thank you. Thanks very much. And thanks so much for being part of Radio on Wheels. Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Today we're looking at some of the local markets around the Taranaki province and um, this is not sort of strictly speaking a market but um, our next guest is Fiona Clark from the Waisara Project. Hi Fiona. Hi there. Nice to talk to you again and uh, yes. you know you're not strictly, a, well I guess actually the Waitara Project really is a kind of a market, isn't it? It's where people go. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. We, I mean, we just make goods available at a really good price for people and recycling is sort of what we try and do. So, yeah, it's a type of, well, it is a barter exchange. It's not a barter, but it's an exchange of goods for money. It is a market, yes. Yeah. But it's run like a shop. It is, and you know, there's an absolute treasure trove of things in there, so um, it's absolutely worth a look anytime, but particularly um, with this little $2 day that you've got coming up, would, would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, every year we have to clean the shop, and we, you know, basically we want people to come and help us clean it, so one way to do it is to get people to pay a gold coin, usually $2 at the door, and they come and they take what they can carry. And it helps us clean the shop as well as offering people at this time of year good bargains and good quality items that they can come and do their Christmas shopping. I mean, we have a full range of things. People find books and plates and clothing and all sorts of things for people to, yeah, have at this time of year if they 
you know, feel the need to... And also it means we clean the shop in preparation for next year, so we clean out the shop as well. I think it's a fantastic idea and maybe people have got extra, extra whānau coming to stay and need some more plates or saucepans or blankets or whatever they need. And um, you really do have just about everything in that shop. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's something for everyone. And what a great way to Christmas shop as well. You know, we don't need to be spending Yeah, we came up with the idea quite a few years ago. So it's like we used to have a sale day and we had a free day for a while, but that Mm -hmm. didn't really work. So we put a, a big a, a donation and a gold coin. The simplest gold coin for us is two dollars, really. Mm. Um, and people pay at the door, and they can bring bags and boxes and fill up what they want. As long as you can carry it out the shop, it's yours. So people come quite organised, and you know, get get things. And kids come too with their two dollars and have a great time. Oh, I bet they do. Everything, yes, yeah, whatever they, they can do. carry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Well, yeah, lots of people end up being given cups for their, you know, some some parents, you know, yeah. kids find a cup and a book. It's that sort of thing, which is fine because it's about, you know, it's just, it doesn't cost too much and people, yeah. Oh, it sounds like a real win-win. You get the, the shop cleared out, ready for new stuff in the new year and... Everybody yeah. gets a bargain, and and I can imagine too, knowing a little bit about the people of Waitara, it's quite a good community day out as well. Yes, it is, and it's good because it's almost becoming intergenerational. We've had people who came here as kids who are now with their kids coming back with their two dollar coins and their bags and filling up the you know, which is a great way to learn to recycle and reuse and you know that sort of repurposing items, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Oh, that's awesome. So you need to tell us, remind us of the day and time, Fiona, for the $2. Okay. I'm sure it's a Saturday the 18th. (laughs) Yeah, and we start at 9 o'clock, so the 18th, Saturday, 9 o'clock, and we're here till usually 1 o'clock, and by then most of the stuff has gone from the shop, but... It's busy right through, so from 9 till 11. It gets to be quite busy, but, yeah, we're here all day, all half a day on that Saturday. That's our clean-out day. Yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be around during the Christmas break and the New Year break, but we reopen again, I think it's on the 12th of January. Right. And so the shop gets clean, you know, we clean the place, basically, but we get the public to help or the community to help oh, us do it. I think yeah, it's yeah. wonderful, and they pay to help you. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like it feels a bit cheeky sometimes, but, um, yeah. Most people come get at least their $2 value, completely value for 2 bucks. yeah. Oh, yeah, look, even if you only walk out with one thing, that's that's um, $2 well spent, isn't it? And that $2 yeah. presumably goes towards supporting the community anyway, so there's yes. just no downside yeah, to good. this. Yeah. yeah, thank so, you. So Thanks. if I come along and I and I I pay my two dollars and I walk out with my arms full of bags, can I come back in and pay another you two dollars? You come back and, and you pay again? another two dollars because mm. otherwise it gets a bit difficult because yeah. it it means um, you you can actually get quite a lot for two dollars. So on re-entry, but people get highly organised with bags and things, carry stuff box stuff up and then just walk out with all of their stuff for $2. 
But if you've got a couch or we've got couches and furniture, if two people come in and pay four bucks, they can load a couch up and carry it out full of stuff. So <laughs> we do have That's a re-entry amazing. of $2, yeah. Uh, you need to take some video of that, Fiona. It sounds like a, a, a wicked day Oh, it's day always out. fun. Yeah. It is. It's yeah, always it fun. People are good humoured. Some people just pay the $2 to come and watch almost. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so you yeah. can bring your bags and your boxes or your trailer yep. or your ute, whatever you think you You can think bring you a need. trailer, yeah. 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 yeah, if people want beds for over Christmas and things, they can just come around the back of the shop, pay their $2. And, you know, usually we help people load stuff up. Fantastic we're not, initiative. You know, when, yeah, we try and be quite spirited about it. Yes. I'm sure you do. Well, thanks so much for, for <laughs> okay. sharing that with us, Fiona, and, and all the best for the 18th. I'm sure it'll be a, a very uh, social sort of day and yes. a little bit crazy too. So thanks so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, I don't know about you, but I found today's Radio on Wheels quite inspiring. It's pretty amazing to see all those markets around the province, um, and hopefully that means there's lots of support for our local makers and growers. Really no need to shop anywhere else, is there, when you've got all this locally made unique stuff on hand, and it's probably cheaper than buying stuff in the shops too. So just before we go, we'll have a bit of a recap on when and where all these markets are happening. So... First up, tonight, that's Friday the 10th, we've got the Pihama Lavender Markets. So that's at the Pihama Lavender Farm. That's tonight, Friday the 10th, from 5.30 to 8.30pm. And, you know, that'll be a fantastic place to go for a night out with the family and you can have your tea there in the beautiful lavender gardens. Okay, the next one will be the Waitara Community Markets and that's on Sunday the 12th from 11 to one down at the Waitara Marine Reserve. Moving right along, next one is on Wednesday the 15th, we've got the Uranui Community Market. That's Wednesday from 4 till 7pm. And likewise, great time to go with the family, have something to eat there, um, say good day to your neighbours and um, hopefully do some great Christmas shopping. And just because you can never have too much of a good thing, the Uranui Market's happen again the following Wednesday that's the 22nd so for all those people who are real uh, last minute shoppers for Christmas you've got a second chance to get to the Urunui markets and that's Wednesday 22nd from 4 till 7 p.m. but wait there's more we can't forget the Taranaki Coastal Market Extravaganza which will be held in the old primary school in Okato on Friday the 17th of December and that's from 3 till 8 p.m. and I particularly love that fabulous concept of sidewalk karaoke which is bound to be a bit of a hoot let's face it and the last one is uh, the Waitara Project so not technically a market but the Waitara Project in Waitara are having their clear out so on Saturday the 18th from 9 till 1 you can turn up with a $2 coin and walk away with anything you like from the shop. As long as you can carry it, you can take it out. So, um, yeah, it's a fantastic idea. So that's the Waitara Project, Saturday the 18th of December from 9 till 1. 
That's it for our Radio on Wheels Taranaki Local Markets special. We'll be back next week with our final show for 2021. My name's Michelle. Thank you so much for joining us. I'd like to also thank the guests on today's show. First up, we had Mitch from Okato, Karen from Waitara, Bridget from Urunui, Liz from Pihama, and Fiona from the Waitara Project. So thank you to you. Uh, thank you to you for listening and thank you to the Toy Foundation and the Lottery Grants Commission for keeping the wheels turning. We'll be back next week. Kakite. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com.